Something astonishing happened over the weekend. And no, I'm not talking about the bizarre antics surrounding Paul Pelosi. I'm talking about a revolution in the information wars, which has effectively ended the media's monopoly over news. It's already forcing the legacy media to change their story about what happened that bizarre night. And we're going to find out why those changes are just the beginning. You're not going to want to miss this. According to police reports, a mentally disturbed, drug-addicted nudist named David DePape broke into Paul Pelosi's San Francisco home early Friday morning. DePape confronted Pelosi, demanding to see Nancy. At some point, Paul Pelosi excused himself from DePape by saying he needed to use the bathroom. Just so happens that that's where he was charging his phone. And so, approximately 2.30 a.m., Paul Pelosi called 911 from his cell phone. The dispatcher for the San Francisco Police Department relayed the following message. The reporting party, or RP, stated that there's a male in the home and that he's going to wait for his wife. RP stated that he doesn't know who the male is, but he advised that his name is David and that he is a friend. RP, the reporting party, sounded somewhat confused. Police arrived two minutes later. They knocked, and according to reports, an undisclosed person opened the door. At that point, the police observed the two men, each with one hand on a single hammer, and ordered both of them to drop it. DePape immediately pulled it from Pelosi, started hitting him with it. The cops tackled DePape and took him into custody. So that's the official timeline. To say that it was odd would be an understatement. It's beyond bizarre and peculiar. But then the legacy media narrative formation began to shape. According to the media, DePape was obsessed with, yes, you guessed it, conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories peddled by the ultra-mega far-right insurrectionists in our nation like Donald Trump. Forget the fact, as the New York Post reported, that he was a drug-intoxicated hippie who lived in a compound replete with BLM signs and rainbow flags. No, 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 no. According to the lamestream media, DePape is now the poster child for QAnon. Now, while police have stated that they do not know what the motive for the attack is... That didn't stop the legacy media from pushing the conspiracy theorist angle, which was designed, of course, to send a signal to the sad, pathetic, soulless shills like Hillary Clinton to take to Twitter and spew out their predictable malicious slander, which Clinton dutifully did, tweeting out, quote, The Republican Barney and its mouthpieces now regularly spread hate and deranged conspiracy theories. It's shocking but not surprising that violence is the result. As citizens, we must hold them accountable for their words and the actions that follow. Now, let's all remember, this is the same Hillary Clinton who, according to her own campaign manager's testimony in the John Durham investigation, knew she was spreading her own concocted fabrications when she tweeted out nonsense like this. Computer scientists have apparently uncovered a covert server linking the Trump organization to a Russian-based bank. She knew she was tweeting out a bunch of lies bought and paid for by her campaign, but she didn't care. And not only does the lamestream media know this about her, they continue to pretend that she's the paragon of virtue. But regardless... Clinton couldn't help herself. She had to remind everyone that she's still alive because, frankly, nobody cares. 
And so she tweets this nonsense out. Now, back in the day, that would have been enough. That would have been it. The lamestream media pushes a narrative. The narrative is designed specifically to trigger virtue signaling outrage from the leftist likes of Hillary and Rob Reiner and all these sad, angry keyboard activists, all with the hope that it harms the overall reputation of the political right. However, we are, as of last week, we're in a new era now. The days of the legacy media and its leftist surrogates having a monopoly over information is over. What do you see on how the new ultra-maga Twitter responded? It was absolute gold. And speaking of gold, our good friends over at Gold Co. are here to help you protect your savings in the midst of all of this economic insanity with the timeless values of gold and silver. Make sure to click on that link below and see how you can get upwards of $10,000 of free silver if you open up an account with them. But that is a limited time offer, so don't wait. Click on the link below right now and keep your assets safe with the timeless values of gold. Shortly after Clinton's tweet, Elon Musk, the new owner of Twitter himself, responded with his own tweet saying, quote, there is a tiny possibility there might be more to this story than meets the eye. And a link to a story from the Santa Monica Observer on what they called the real truth of what happened, where they argued that Paul Pelosi was actually drunk and got into a fight with a male prostitute, who, according to the article, they're identifying as David DePape. And the story went on to say that Pelosi's long been widely rumored to be gay, and that this situation was basically a confirmation of that rumor. So, so obviously, Musk absolutely freaked out the, the legacy media. He triggered, triggered every single outlet out there. NBC led the headline, Elon Musk, new owner of Twitter, tweets unfounded anti-LGBTQ conspiracy theory about Paul Pelosi attack. CNN went with the headline, Elon Musk, Twitter's new owner, tweets conspiracy theory about attack on Paul Pelosi. Axios published, Elon Musk tweets misinformation about Paul Pelosi and on and on. I mean, you get the gist. Now, again, what should be noted here is that these media outlets accusing Musk of tweeting out unfounded conspiracy theories are the exact same media outlets that actually peddled Hillary Clinton's bought and paid for fabrications about Trump colluding with Russia to win the 2016 election. For three and a half years, the New York Times, Washington Post, LA Times, Newsweek, CNN, most especially MSNBC, pushed the Russian conspiracy hoax. They even forced a full-blown special counsel investigation that wasted tens of millions of dollars of taxpayer money. This is why Hillary Clinton can lie all she wants, and the media has no problem with it, because they participate in it. And so the same legacy media has the gall to accuse Musk of disseminating fabrications. But in the midst of their collective temper tantrums, the legacy media has, in my view, missed the real story here. The real story is how Musk and Twitter have effectively pushed back against the media's monolithic narrative on what happened with Paul Pelosi. Glenn Greenwald nicely summarizes the exact kind of questions are being asked all over the Twitterverse. How did someone break into the home of one of the richest and most powerful families in the nation without setting off an alarm? How exactly did Paul Pelosi call 911 in the middle of this? Uh, who is this unknown person who opened the door for the police? Where are the security and police videos and all this? And what's so fascinating is already the police have since twice 
changed their report. They now deny that Pelosi knew, knew DePape. And even more fascinatingly, they now deny that there was a third person in the home who opened the door for police. Now, we can be sure that this narrative is going to continue to get, shall we say, adjusted as the questions continue to pour in from the Twitterverse. But as such, I think what we saw this weekend is a perfect example of exactly what we were talking about last week in terms of one of the major ramifications of Musk's takeover of Twitter. Up until fairly recently, the legacy media has operated with what was more or less a monopoly over information dissemination dispersal. For decades, virtually any and all accessible news came from what we call big media. The New York Times, Washington Post, LA Times, Reuters, AP, the big news networks like NBC, ABC, CBS, and of course came along the, the cable outlets like CNN and then Fox eventually joined the ranks, MSNBC. But then most recently, over the last 10 years or so, we've seen the rise of social media. And a recent Pew study found that over 70% of Americans get their news from social media platforms. Now, the key here is that all of these news sources that together monopolized information mediation basically mediated a singular monolithic liberal narrative. And there's several reasons for that, but one stems with the fact that all the mediating outlets are embedded in cosmopolitan centers like New York and D.C. and L.A. and Chicago and Silicon Valley. And so their narrative that shapes the news is itself a cosmopolitan liberal narrative. And so this is why even the liberal commentator turned media critic Andrew Sullivan argues that the mainstream media pushes narrative, not news. That's key to understanding what's been going on for the last few decades. The mainstream media pushes narrative. They don't push news. Whatever events they focus on, whatever, quote, facts they put forward, always must comport with a far-left cosmopolitan narrative. What's happened with Elon Musk taking over Twitter is he just stole away from this monopoly what is perhaps the single most important global messaging system on the planet. Twitter is the de facto global public square. It's the epicenter of narrative formation and information dissemination. And we just saw a glimpse of the future of the weekend. The legacy media no longer has monopolized control over the narratives and information that constitute news. Their days of gatekeeping over our access to knowledge has come to an end. And that may have been the most successful conspiracy of them all. As always, make sure to smack that bell and subscribe button. And you'll definitely want to check out my latest video on MSNBC panel panicking as they predict the midterms are going to be an absolute bloodbath. <laughs> bloodbath. You're going to absolutely love it. Make sure to click on that link and I'll see you over there. God bless.